Come on, man. Good morning, Patriots. Welcome to episode 141 of the Patriot Review. Today, we're going to actually dip into the event that's going on down in Missouri, in Springfield, Missouri, that Mike Lindell is putting on. He is um, going to announce his plan for fixing the election system at uh, 1 o'clock Central today. So obviously, we won't get to that part, but have no fear. You can always go and watch it because it's all being... Uh, Recorded obviously, and you can you can stream it when you want to over on frankspeech.com. But um, if you haven't been watching, it's been very informative. It's there's a lot of stuff that uh, you know flies in the face of everything that we've heard from the left and proves without a shadow of a doubt that obviously the election was stolen. And you and I, we all know that. Right. We've uh, we've seen some of this data before, but some of it we haven't seen. And uh, it's been very interesting. So if you haven't watched it, you may want to check out some of the recorded uh, uh, excerpts from it. But we are going to dip into it live. It starts at the same time this show starts. So we'll give it a few minutes. In the meantime, I wanted to just remind you a little bit about what we saw uh, right after the election from the news media. And I just uh, I wanted to pull up this. New York Times article and this one went to went to, tried to explain away the reason why the windows were covered in Detroit and it's just laughable and I just wanted to remind you uh, the types of believe us don't believe your lying eyes type of approach that the media has and they're gonna have that same approach when it comes to the evidence that uh, that we're going to be seeing and that is is being shared down in Missouri and it basically just defies common sense now their rumor or their um, their reasons for this if you remember they were talking about um, the fact that there was all these protesters a crowd bangs on the windows and and um, that that basically they were being the windows were being covered because these people were you know, getting out of hand and it was a distraction. So evidently then the way to calm down a crowd that is out outside the window is to is to cover up the view. So they 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 really cannot see what's going on in the, in the vote counting. And you have to remember that this uh, this so-called crowd of protesters, you know, they um, a lot of them were made up of the Republican GOP representatives for the vote counting that were kicked out and not allowed to participate which is illegal we had basically one side that was allowed to to play games with the, the votes and uh, it's all sheer nonsense and I just want to remind you at the at the type of nonsense that they come up with uh, for trying to um, trying to justify what even they themselves know is a bunch of illegal activity 
And that's exactly the truth, and that's exactly what happened. And um, I just want to remind everybody that it gets this ridiculous because when we talk about all the facts that we have, you know, they won't address them in the media. They'll just simply say, hey, you know, this is um, this is something that, you know, we... Um, we're going to just explain away and uh, we're going to just lie about it and we're not going to cover the court cases that are are seen through for example i think it was the uh, uh the ag in michigan uh was was found guilty on five counts having to do with the election and um you know the 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 fact that uh, uh in muskegon I believe it was muskegon that um the FBI steps in and they basically take control of an investigation of um, illegal, basically illegal ballots coming in and 12,500 um, signatures that that didn't match the records and um, basically you made those uh, those ballots in just that one area in that one day um, illegal and um, so the FBI coming in. You know, it, uh, the point was made at this event that the FBI used to be, when you saw the FBI coming in, you kind of thought, hey, you know, great, the FBI is coming in and uh, we're going to get some, we're going to get some uh, results. And, you know, we got the, the A team, so to speak, on site. And now when the FBI comes in, it's kind of more like a mafia cleanup group who's coming in after the fact and, and their job is to hide the truth from the American people. And uh, thank God we've got some whistleblowers that have stepped up and that have done the right thing by the American people and, um, you know, really made it so that we, we can at least have some light in the dark and, uh, you know, we can count on some of the people to be American patriots. And we're seeing that in different parts of the government, of course. We're seeing different whistleblowers the problem is that you know once you become a whistleblower you are definitely a target and i think that that has scared a lot of people away and um you know my only hope is that they can really balance the importance of the information they have and sharing that information to save the country and and hopefully it's worth it to more and more people and uh, more and more people start to come forward with the truth that they know whether it's about the election or about anything else, you know, and um, it would be nice to, to believe that we still have people within some of these three-letter alphabet soup agencies that are not only going to speak up about it, but they're actually going to do something more about it. And uh, the DOJ, you know, is is one that obviously is fairly hopeless with with who is at the helm and it's discouraging but at the same time you have to have at least some optimism because of what's happening um, with these whistleblowers and, and some of the hearings that are going on and stuff but the other thing that I've learned so far or had reaffirmed is a better way to say it so far is that you know when it comes to the folks that are um, that are uh, at the at the core of these investigations um, you know they are obviously protected they are obviously uh, not made an example of 
unlike those of us who stand up and and me you know i'm just a, a voice out here in uh, internet land but these people who are really taking serious risks these whistleblowers you know have been through so much so we need we owe them our support and we owe anybody who who uh, steps up our support but more than that we need to start getting on our republicans our rhinos and not only getting rid of them voting them out but demanding of them uh you know address these issues because really when you look at it there's so many so many people that just are in a position to do so much more and they're showing themselves to be part of the problem rather than being that rather than caring about the rule of law and caring about defending our constitution that they swear an oath to defend now yesterday i had on you know uh, i did the first uh, introduction of the first uh, veterans viewpoint and i had uh, my buddy gunny bud cornwell on and we were talking about you know the the sense of betrayal that our veterans have and the fact that our veterans when they swear an oath they swear it to the constitution they don't swear it to to people you and i they don't swear it to the president you know that was nazi germany swearing an oath to a person um, our veterans swear an oath to this constitution and we're watching before our eyes the shredding of our constitution but we're also watching before our eyes the people that we elect who call themselves republicans do absolutely nothing about it and worse participate in it and that goes for the elections as well we see a lot of the gop representatives at the state level who have not lifted a finger to do what they need to do and if that's if that's occurring in your state then it's time for you to make some noise about that and to present some of the facts about that and again i think that the event uh in springfield missouri does a lot to provide you those facts so if you comb through some of these presentations you can you can get state specific information and you can have that information to arm yourselves and to speak to when you do um interact with i don't want to say confront we have to confront them but in in a uh, in a positive way with facts and that's the thing that's going to win the day we do have to be demanding however in my opinion and um you know there's a difference between being demanding and, and being um uh violent and being in being um you know perceived as a threat and uh, you're already perceived as a threat you don't need to do anything more to to make that worse on yourself so uh, again you know i always call for an approach that is uh, not violent and um, we look around and i think that things are being deliberately done to to make us feel more violent and to to, to really try to uh, push us into that extreme so that they can use even more extreme measures against us that's my belief i'd love to understand what your belief is in that area i've had a lot of people who say hey you know the time is coming where we we you know <laughs> we feel like that's the only option left and um you know i don't think it's to that point yet i'd like to know what you think i think that um, there's still plenty of opportunity especially up to the 2024 election and if uh, trump gets back in office of course trump is one person i think we have to be prepared for that as well 
yes, there's a lot that he's going to be able to do, but there's also a lot that he's going to have a really hard time doing and possibly n not do because he is one person and uh, he's got so much against him. So it's it's really us that needs to step up to make these changes and we can't be dependent on one person or uh, other people to really do this. And uh, I would just like to remind people that uh, it only took 3% of the population at the time to create the United States and to fight to create the United States and win. And I think the same thing is true. We don't have to be, even though I think we are the majority, we don't have to be, um, you know, 60% uh, of the population that, that comes forward to demand. I would love that, but um, the more we get, the better off we are. So please, please do uh, participate. And um, I think as we watch the segments today, we'll get a spirit of um, of uh, the, the urgency, but also the positivity that's behind trying to address the problems that we have. I'm going to take a quick break, and then we will go to Springfield, Missouri. After we watched our daughter Grace die on FaceTime, I uh, immediately felt that I needed to go to the hospital, though I was still pretty sick. And I met Jessica and our pastor there. And um, while we were in the room, we Jessica and I let us spend a few moments just with Grace alone. And it was it was just a horrific. Um, sight to come upon was the fact that her daughter Grace was now gone. Um, the emotions that came over the top of our uh, minds and just our physical bodies were just unbelief. We, uh, we took her BiPAP off because it was still on. This was hope and prayers that somehow she wasn't really gone and as soon as we did that the color of grace changed and um, we had to accept that she was truly gone. Not one person stepped foot in that room. How can you do that? How can you allow an innocent person, a child, she's only 19 years old, die in front of your eyes? You don't do that. If you're human, you don't do that. They knew they weren't going to convince us to put Grace on a ventilator. That means the money was going to dry up. They had to have the money. And when you follow the money trail all the way through, you see that a ventilator is about a $300,000 decision. That they had higher paying patients in the emergency room. Grace was worth more dead than alive. We don't just need food, we need to eat food with a high nutritional value. 
Who wants to just survive food shortages? Let's thrive in times of adversity and lack. Optimize your daily nutrition and ensure you and your family have our two-year shelf-stable kingdom fuel as a cornerstone of your emergency food supply. Don't sacrifice your health or your taste buds. Stock up on Kingdom Fuel now. Just a reminder, you can get Kingdom Fuel by going to Sherwood.tv slash TPR. That's Sherwood.tv slash TPR, along with many other great products. And uh, please check that out. appreciate that. Also, you can see the documentary Breaking the Oath by going to AmericaFirstProductions.com. That's number one ST, AmericaFirstProductions.com. Um, it's also on Rumble. It's also on my uh, website for this show, which is actually redbloodedpatriots.com. And you can also check out all the past episodes there as well. I can uh, download them as well and um, cut and splice and share. That's perfectly fine. Um, so we are going to go to Springfield and we're going to listen in. Mike Lindell is talking right now, so let's check it out. He had bought off all the media. Okay, and, and he even had early voting there where he could see what he needed and he could put in who he wanted for politicians. Does that sound familiar where you're all at in this country, where we're all at? Well, what they did is one day they go, said, well, let's go at him from a different angle. And they got him on tax evasion. You all know the story he ended up in Alcatraz. Okay, it was right sitting right in front of them, right? But they, uh, but now we're not getting the machine companies on tax evasion. Okay, that's a, you know, that, but the, <laughs> um, so what this does is I want to tell you, they have all, all of the companies are what we've been told. We've been told one common thread of a lie, no matter what the machine brand, whether it's Smartmatic, Dominion, Heart, um, it, it doesn't matter. ES and S, let's not forget the big one in the country. Um, and there's more, but they've, but all of them, we've been told the same lie by the machine companies themselves, by legislatures. When you guys walk into your election official, you've been told this lie. When you, the media has told this lie from one spectrum all the way to the other spectrum. Not one of them has said the, the truth. Okay. And you know what that truth or that truth is? The truth is they were on the internet, all of them. The big lie is they're not on the internet. We're not on the internet because you know what they're blocking? They're blocking what we've had since day one is the cyber evidence. You can't have, they can discredit all the cyber evidence by saying what? We're not on the internet. It's impossible. You go in, we've had people on the ground. We got a quarter million people on the ground from, from Hawaii to Alaska and every other state in the country. They get to their officials, they go, it's impossible in my county, we're not on the internet. Well, who told you that? Well, the machine companies did. You know, you ever heard that? How many people have heard in this room, I want you to stand up, if you have heard that the machines are not on the internet? Every single person in this room and every single person watching has heard they're not on the internet. Okay? This is one lie, and I don't ever, to this morning, don't ever, ever let that get out of your head. Okay? They told us, and from, from people down here all the way up to the top, they're not on the Internet. They're not on the Internet. 
I'm going to show you a, a video right now that we're going to watch because I want to take you back to this place right now, okay? So let's roll this video. Uh, do you swear to tell the truth or affirm to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God? I do. Voting systems are, by design, meant to be used as closed systems that are not networked, meaning they, they are not connected to the Internet. Colorado is considered one, one, if not the safest state in the nation to cast the ballot. Uh, none of our voting equipment is connected to the Internet. So, as Secretary Griswold pointed out, voting machines are not connected to the Internet for a reason. On Election Day, in a precinct, are your machines hooked up to the Internet? No, not by, not by any stretch. We go through a number of uh, certifications, government certifications, and, and the first one is at a federal level. So those standards mandate that election systems, such as ours, are designed to work in a closed system, air-gapped, no internet. Why would you want to get rid of the machine? Nobody After trusts all, them. They're tied to the internet, and they were gapped. Well, ma'am, they're not tied to the internet. Yes, they are. They're not. What is the vehicle for the transmission from the ICP? Is it cellular modem versus VPN? Uh, well, it is a cellular modem that be, can be configured in a VPN. Right. Well, ma'am, they're not tied to the internet. Yes, they are. They're not. Currently in Chicago Cook County, we work with Verizon to um, secure that network. What wireless chipset slash modem does the hardware have? Uh, we support a variety. Uh, well, ma'am, they're not tied to the internet. Yes, they are. They're not. When people talk about certain things, they're undermining our credibility. As an example, in the state of Wisconsin, the voting machines do not connect to the internet. Oh, yes. Yes, they do. They do. Okay, yeah. absolutely. They do not. The uh, voting machines are not connected to the internet. The Local election officials, though, they say really a cyber attack's unlikely. Georgia's voting machines are not even connected to the internet. That it's really hard to If it's almost impossible to hack that machine. Uh, in most cases, voting machines are not connected to the internet. Yeah, sure. Thank you. I have seen concerns raised that even if voting machines are not connected to the internet, that that if they have the capability to connect to the internet, they may be able to be accessed remotely. Have you looked into this issue in your machines? Um, no, we have not because we would never consider um, connecting them to the internet. In his conference call this month with state election officials, Johnson, Department of Homeland Security head, urged them to guard against potential in, in, intrusions by taking basic precautionary steps such as ensuring that electronic voting machines are not connected to the Internet while voting is taking place. As you know, the Commonwealth of Kentucky does not allow for the transfer, as we heard earlier, uh, for unofficial, unofficial election results via modem or other cell, cellular connectivity. And to that end, modem components do not exist in certified fielded equipment in the state. And the ESS, ESNS equipment here does not support the ability to modem. Does having Wi-Fi networks available at polling places mean voting machines are connected to the internet? No, that's not true. 
An expert told Lead Stories that assuming that the existence of a Wi-Fi network means that nearby voting machines are connected to it is incorrect. The claim appeared in an Instagram post on November 8, 2022. To be clear, you don't, you don't have to actually have hands-on contact with a voting machine to hack it. If it's connected to the internet, you can get into it from anywhere. Although on that front, many election officials insist you have absolutely nothing to worry about. Our machines are not connected to the internet, and they're not going to be connected to the internet. No state is on the internet. I find it difficult to hack something that's not on the internet. Our voting systems are never connected to the internet. Can you talk about the ways that these devices have been marketed to election officials? Yeah, one of them you've already mentioned is that they, um, the vendors will sell the systems with a wireless modem in, uh, in them to election officials and tell them that they don't actually connect to the internet. That the wireless modem goes over a cellular network or it's got a firewall or it's got some other, it, it's on a private network, it uses a VPN, it's not the public internet. All of that is untrue. My colleague just mentioned, this very body conducted months of hearings and testimony and took questions about all of the concerns about the 2020 election, including that these machines were hooked up to the internet and found no evidence to support those claims. 2016, people in positions of trust told us it would be almost impossible for hackers to change the outcome of a national election because voting machines supposedly never connect to the internet. Those things are not connected to the internet. Voting systems are controlled state by state and don't fall under the umbrella of the Department of Homeland Security. Typically, voting machines are not connected to the internet. Voting machines has denied that their voting machines are connected to the internet. To an update on the Arizona election audit, the independent investigator charged with looking into Maricopa County's election equipment confirming that election equipment was not connected to the internet. The most important thing to know about Georgia's voting system is the voting machines are not interconnected to each other, nor are they connected to the internet in any way. Our vote counting machines are never connected to the internet. For remote access software? Yes. We do not, we no longer uh, install any remote access software. That, that process was discontinued in 2006 and is not allowed by any of the EAC testing. Mr. Poulos? Uh, Chairperson, we've never had any kind of remote access in our Dominion product. Capabilities. Capabilities. Uh, but okay. I will say um, that uh, I, I do want to draw a caveat. Some of our tabulators have the, uh, are designed around the ability to have an external plug-in uh, modem to transmit unofficial results after it polls close. Our voting machines are not connected to the Internet. Those are not connected. Voting machines themselves are not connected to the Internet. On Twitter, lies about voting machines have been a top midterm narrative, including falsely claiming the voting machines were connected to the internet. And where they learn that? The internet. Hello? Okay, there we go. Um, okay, everybody, you see the common lie that was told to everyone in the world? If you're watching from other countries, you were told this lie when, it, when they took your country. Because if, they're, if you're not connected to the Internet, they're trying to tell you, how could you have this cyber evidence and all this stuff? Because you couldn't have been in there. It couldn't have even been in the room. That's like saying having murder committed, but you got, you're going, well, I wasn't there. But we think you were there. We see you there. 
They're going, oh, no, no, we're not in that room. We're not connected to the Internet. We're not connected to the Internet. I could sit and show you probably a month's worth every day of 24 hours a day of people that said from and you've all heard it yourselves county officials everyone all the way down it could be a school board like well we're not connected to the internet we're not connected that's impossible we're not connected to the internet we're not connected to the internet i want to put this in your head so much this morning we're not connected to the internet that's the lie don't ever forget that they lied to us when we leave here today you can't forget about that lie if you lied about that, remember, you lied about a lot of other stuff, okay? So what we're going to do now is I'm going to show you, I'm going to show you over the next um, hour or so here, I guess, is evidence that we have that they were connected to the Internet, but not, not cyber evidence and not stuff like this, evidence that came right out of the machines itself, which you all got, the Casvote records the registration, the, the voter rolls, okay? So you're going to see what they can't say that they weren't connected to the Internet when we got the stuff from the machines. There was stuff that we could get under the Freedom of, of Information Act, which you all got, okay? And then and I'm going to show you right now some – Patrick was there. He was there, and he's going to show you evidence he had firsthand, and then we're going to show you what we could get out of the, out of the machines. Evidence like he has firsthand evidence. They've been all just, you know, the media doesn't put it out there, so it's been all just, you know, we don't care if you have evidence they were online. They weren't on the Internet. They weren't on the Internet. They weren't on the Internet. You say, what, I got a picture, they were on the Internet. No, they weren't on the Internet. Lead stories, one of the things I want you to see up there, that says lead stories. You guys, that's Alan Duke and a guy named Martin that's overseas. He lives overseas. I believe it's Belgium. They have uh, three other employees. All of them, every time you see fake news fake, or false information, false information, they were hired by Facebook and Twitter. Everything you got covered up, they're not on the Internet. False news, false news. That was Alan Duke. Alan Duke and Lead Stories. It's me, Wayne Allyn otherwise known as War. I have a very special announcement for all of you. My hit show, Wayne Allyn Root, Raw and Unfiltered, is coming to the brand new station that's taking over the nation, Blessed News Network. God has opened a door in my life to be part of this amazing new Christian conservative network, live every night at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, on our channel on Roku TV, Apple TV, Amazon Fire TV, and streaming live on the Blessed News iPhone and Android apps. 
Tune in to watch me drive home the truth and dismantle the fake news narrative with big-name nightly guests and exclusive interviews with all the heavy hitters you know and love. Become part of history as we make America godly again and launch the first faith-centered conservative broadcasting network where Jesus Christ is commander-in-chief of all of our stories and where truth and integrity really matter. Join me Monday through Friday on any of our platforms or on the Blessed News website, blessed.news, where you can stream all the shows for free, or you can sign up for Blessed Plus for even more access to Raw and Unfiltered with me, Wayne Allen Root, the hardest working man in show business. Thank you, and God bless America. Steel News will be joining the Blessed News Network 11 p.m. weeknights. I'm Ann Vandersteel, and I'm very excited to be a part of the programming put together by Jake Lang. Doesn't matter if he's behind bars, he's a January 6th political hero, as far as I'm concerned. And Steel News will be reporting the truth of everything happening, not only in the swamp, but around the world to help you put into context what's really going on so you can make the best decisions for you and your family. Steel News, 11 p.m. on the Blessed News Network. By the way, during tabulation, although it doesn't matter if it's during tabulation or not, so I'm a certified Microsoft small business specialist. I've established a few networks in my, in my day. They were connected to the internet. And what the weird thing is, is that it's not even against the law in Michigan to be connected to the internet, yet they're still denying it, which begs the question, why? All these guys had to do, and I asked them to do it, was roll the little mouse cursor on these machines over that symbol, and if you do so, it says connected to the internet. They refused to do that and said, you know what, you're just going to have to trust me. Well, I don't trust them. All right. And, and, I, I, and I want to interject. So you got, you see what they're, what were they hiding? They were hiding because if they, if they admit that they're on the internet, they would, maybe somebody would have made them open up the machines and show us what's going on. Yep. But and they had to have that big lie. We're not on the internet. If they don't have that, they got nothing because everybody knew that with the, the manipulation. But you can block that by just keep saying, I wasn't in the room. I wasn't in the room. I wasn't in the room. I'm not, we're not on the internet. 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 Yeah, by the way, show how secure they were with their internet connections. Um, in 2022, when I was going through on a walkthrough beforehand, their actual uh, router had the user admin uh, name and password written on the outside of the router. So if you really believe we got secure elections, think again. But back to election night back in 2020, not only didn't I trust them regarding the tabulators, but actually I noticed that there was a, um, I just decided to go off and take a screenshot. That was from my phone on election night, all the wireless networks that were active on election night. Now, all the laptops that were out there with the poll books, the electronic poll books, they all had the ability to connect wirelessly to these Wi-Fi networks. And what are the odds that something called AV underscore connect was maybe used for absentee voting um, uh, tabulation at the TCS center? We don't know, right? Because they're not providing any of this information. What did they do in Maricopa County? What was the one that they held out, the data that they held on to? They refused to give up the routers. They refused to give up the, the Splunk logs. That's what they're, they're adamant about. And wouldn't you, and wouldn't you think if you, you know, I've said it before, if you're innocent, you know, you've seen it yesterday on, uh, when I was on Jimmy Kimmel. Well, why wouldn't they just open it up and say, we're not on the Internet. We have nothing to hide. Right. Think of this. If you're one of the brands like ES&S, think of these guys. 
Omaha, Nebraska, the hometown boys, right? They're the biggest company in the United States of these machine companies. If I'm in business, okay, if they call it a business, I call it a lot, something else. But I would say, hey, you know, when you had Dominion and Smartmatic in the public eye suing everybody and everything, and ES&S, if I'm them, I'm going to say, hey, come and look at our machines and open them up. You know, we're not on the Internet. We're not, we have nothing to hide. But yet they lied and said they weren't on the Internet. It's a, it's a lie through all of them because they're all on the Internet. And, you know, when I put in an affidavit in a court uh, uh, filing uh, regarding this, the judge, his name is Judge Timothy Kenny, um, he made sure that all the court cases related to election fraud was routed to his court in southeast Michigan. When it was presented to him, his assessment of my evidence that this was that these machines were connected to the Internet was say, he said because Kolbeck was looking for fraud going into the election and he found it, his testimony is disqualified. That's that's like an NFL referee who's trained to recognize interference being told that pick up the flag, sir. You know, you don't you were looking for that interference call. So you're not allowed to go off and make that call. That's what we're up against. So right. just a, a, I did a little bit of digging after I got out of the TCS Center, and I said, you know what? This is a contract between Dominion Voting Systems and the state of Michigan. And by the way, it's got similar provisions for ESNS and and Heart InterCivic inside the state of Michigan as well. But these are diagrams directly from their their uh, uh, contract with the state of Michigan, and it's for their election management system server. It's not just all about the tabulators that I said eyewitness were connected to the Internet. It's also what's called the election management system server. And in their contract, they gave four eligible, four options for configurations on it. And I want you to look at the top of every single one of these diagrams. That word Internet kind of pops up on every single one of these configurations. So every option you had for an election management system server was connected to the internet. Why is that a big deal? Because in cities like Detroit, the only way you get precinct level results is via the election management system server. You don't get it from the tabulators because they blend a bunch of precincts into one tabulator. The only way you get it parsed out into the individual precincts that they use for the certification of the election results is from these machines, which are never publicly tested, which are at the core of the discrepancy that we saw with the 7,060 vote flip from Antrim County, you know, from uh, Trump to Biden. You guys remember that? They tried to dismiss that. Well, that's because they never tested these election management system servers, and they had a different configuration for the these election management servers from the tabulators. So, guys, this is a big deal. These guys connect to the Internet, and if you're getting your official election results for machines that haven't been tested, that's, and they're connected to the Internet, it's kind of a big deal. Well, not if they're connected to the Internet. They lie. <laughs> they are connected to the yeah. Internet. That's not, there's no wiggle room here, everybody. They lied. That's not, this isn't an if, okay? This and, is they are. And here's they more. lied, they lied, they lied, they lied. If I have to sit here for a month, I'll spend 24 hours a day to show the whole world. If the media comes out tomorrow and says, oh, they, we, we didn't lie, we didn't lie, I will play it 24-7 and until you, whatever. <laughs> and, and, and in support of that, Mike, you're not the only one saying that they lied. This is the Election Assistance Commission putting out a little nasty gram note out to ESNS saying you're advertising that your machines aren't connected, don't have any modems associated with them, and this is not true. 
So it's not just a Dominion problem. ESNS is engaged in this as well. And all the also machine companies. Hard InterCivic, all of them. So it's uh, plenty of room to go around with this internet connection. There it is. Remember that ESNS. They may have violated rules. May have. No, some. It sounds to me like they have. This is a. This assistant commission, is this a big deal? Yeah, it's a big deal. Well, then They're, why did they say may? Either, why didn't somebody look into it and say you are? Yeah, we've got a lot of cases where people are identified for not following the law. I mean, I talked about Jocelyn Benson breaking the law five times. Well, he just, she just got her hand slapped and said, oh, okay, I won't do it again. Yeah. You know, that's, that's what we're getting. So we need to start having some consequences, and that's where the American people come in, and that's why today is so important, because now we're going right. to equip people to hold them accountable. Right, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Good well, stuff, Mike. And that's Thanks. not the plan, what he just said. Just hold <laughs> people accountable. <laughs> right. We're going to do that, too. Thanks, Patrick. You're out. Hey, grab your clicker. Or do we need the Patrick, do we need the clicker here? Okay. Okay. Um, now, I believe um, we have Dr. Frank. I'm not sure who's coming up next. Um, but what we're going to continue to show you is the lie. They lied, they lied, they lied. They said they weren't on the Internet. What you just seen there, here, it's an eyewitness. What we're going to show you now is things that came out of the machines. We don't get to see inside, but under the Freedom of Information Act, you can get certain things. One of the things which I got in every state in 2020 was everybody's voter rolls. Who registered, who voted, and, and you know, you have ages and everything in every single county that voted, the age groups, everything. And then, and also the cast vote records. Hey Patriots, it's Jeff Wagner. Let's face it, it's getting harder and harder to make ends meet. It's only going to get worse. This inflation is going to continue. As a matter of fact, our dollar is in jeopardy of even existing with the crazies that want to go to the digital currency to control us all. You can go to KirkElliottPhD.com slash The Patriot Review, get all kinds of free, great information, and invest in gold and silver for your future. Our world is full of electromagnetic fields that, even though we can't see them, are affecting our bodies, our sleep, and even our ability to think clearly. The advent of 5G is only making this worse. There is an answer. Visit Fix the World by clicking the link in the Patriot Review show description below to view natural products that can actually protect you from EMF and 5G and even improve your sleep. Skeptical? Get the free Dangers of EMF Radiation ebook free by clicking on its direct link also in the show description. Here's a nutritional hack anyone can master. Replace a meal a day with our kingdom feel. Or if you're a moth in the gym, add a shake to your daily meal plan. Our unique meal shakes are balanced, low glycemic, rich in fiber, 20 grams of clean protein, essential vitamins and minerals, healthy fat, and organic fruits and vegetables. Kingdom Fuel is vegan with a complete amino acid profile. Bottom line, it's a simple start to a transformed life. No gimmicks, just results. Start today. Hey, Patriots, you can save up to 66% at MyPillow.com when you use the code TPR. That stands for The Patriot Review. That's TPR or call 800-519-9927. That's 800-519-9927. I use these products myself. I can tell you they are the best quality bar none. 
So go ahead, use the code TPR and get up to 66% off right now. Coming to you from the land of common sense and American pride. Not a unicorn or rainbow in sight. Welcome back to the Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner. In the state of Ohio, for example, we showed that all the Dominion machines were talking to one another as well as being on the Internet. So when we talk about machines, we're not just talking about one thing. We're talking about a lot of things. And, and you know, and then just polling books, tabulators, printers, exactly. all of it, everything that's run through computers in our elections. And, and just the, yesterday, the Epic Times showed this vast network that all of them are connected through. So it's not even just the Internet. It's, it's also the cellular network. So there's all all these electronic connectability things that are going on. Basically, we just got to get rid of it all. We got to go. We got to vote Amish. We got to vote all paper, paper. no machines. Okay. Yes, yes. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> this isn't the plan either, but, the, but we've got to get there. <laughs> That's right. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. So one, one of the questions Mike asked me, he says, well, what would a machine without what would an election without machines look like? That's a right. great question. Right. Well, but you're, what he's really asking, I think, is what does an election with no fraud look like? <laughs> no, with no computer crime. No computer crime, exactly. And and so, but the problem is, is how do you find an election that's got no fraud in it? So last year, here we are in Missouri. Last year, I, uh, uh, Ann Kelly was taking me around and introducing me to the clerks throughout the state. And she, she uh, the last day, we were sitting there with the head clerk of the state of Missouri, and he was explaining how safe their machines were and how they weren't connected to the internet. And I said, well, let's just set that issue aside for a minute. Let's just talk about your voter rolls, because I could show you that your voter rolls are being used to hack your elections. And he goes, oh, really? Yeah. And so I started ex explaining everything. And after about 10 minutes, he just leans back and he says, yeah, we know we have tens of thousands of ballots being stuffed in our elections. <laughs> He says this, and 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 Kelly goes, "What?" She says, "If you know this, how can you? How can you? Yeah, yeah. How, how can you? Uh, why are you telling the clerks?" And he says, "Well, because if we told the clerks how many ballots were being stuffed in our elections, the whole state would blow up, and everyone would lose faith in our elections." You think? You think? So anyway, you get the point. I, I think that's all I need to tell you. They know. And he was so happy to tell me the whole lore of all the ballot stuffing that's been going on for years. So the reason I tell you that a story is because how would you know if an election didn't have fraud in it when we have decades and decades of history of fraud? Nevertheless, we can show what it's like without machines. And that's what Mike is really asking. Also, where would you get the data? Because we didn't really have electronic databases for the last 60, 70 years, right? Those are more recent additions. So what doesn't an election without machines look like? Well, when did all this start? If you look back, in every state now in the country, in every state, the voter rolls are growing faster than the population. And when you first say that to people, they say, well, gee, Dr. Frank, you know, that's a good thing. We're getting everybody registered. No, that's not a good thing, because in eight states, they have more people in the voter rolls than they have people. Okay, and you might say, well, what's bad about that? Well, if you have a lot of people in the rolls who aren't real people, and you're mailing ballots to everybody, that's a problem. So, your opponent on that there. Oh, am I, oh I'm sorry. <laughs> that's what you just touched me. I didn't know what I was doing there. Sorry about that. So, I'll give you an example. Here's one example. This is from Kentucky, the state of Kentucky. Um, this is their voter rolls. You notice over time, 
that the voter rolls are growing faster than the population. You can see here, the voter rolls are growing faster than the population. Here's their 18 and older population goes right by. And right before 2020, there's an extra little surge. The rolls go right past the population. In fact, they're up to 105% of their people registered. That's a sort of interesting thing. Judicial Watch sued them. They've been going around the country suing people for this problem. And they were required to remove hundreds of thousands of people from the rolls, which they just got put right back in again. So, and, and that, so in other words, they're not really cleaning the rolls. They say they are. And it ends up, I just don't want people to think it's one county only. So I'm showing you 70 or so of their counties. And if you remember, Adrian Southworth and, uh, was here yesterday. And she said, yeah, we've got 80 counties now with more people in them than uh, more people in the rolls than they have people. So that's a problem. Judicial Watch sued the uh, county of Los Angeles in Southern California. Just this February, they were required to remove 1.2 million people from their voter rolls um, because they were illegally in the voter rolls. And think about it, in California, they mail every one of those people a ballot. But that's a problem, do you think? Within two, within two months, their voter rolls were right back full again. So how can that happen? Is there some clerk sitting in her office going, oh, gee, you know, I'm going to add people to a role? You know what? No, it's because they're connected to the Internet, and it's a simple algorithm controlling that. And that's what I described to Mike uh, uh, in the movie Scientific Proof. So that's interesting. And how are they doing this, and why are they doing this? And what is their justification for being connected? The roles are connected to the Internet. What's their justification? Well, something happened in 1992. It's called NVRA, the National Voter Registration Act. And after NVRA, in every state now, I've done 46 states, 800 uh, counties, boots on the ground, 3,000 counties I've analyzed. They, in every single state, you have this sort of thing. I know this is a complicated graph, but if you look back here in 1996, you can see a huge surge of influx in one county here in Pennsylvania. I was just using this as an example. I'm showing the age of the people being added to the rolls by year. And you notice there's this massive influx of voters who are not real voters. They actually didn't even vote that year. I've looked those people up. They started stuffing the rolls with people who are not real voters over the years. Because if you're going to cheat on the Internet, you're going to cheat and flip votes. If you're going to cheat and add votes, you need to have names for every one of those votes you're adding. You need to have names that you can assign ballots to. And if you don't have them in the rolls, you have no credit line to use it. So that's you that's guys hear that? I like that. You have no credit line. You have to have those names. So they, uh, that's why the early voting falls right into their plan. Right? Oh, you do right. not, yes. Early voting, you're basically telling the bad guys who's already voted so they know who to stuff for. So that's, that's why, so this is just one example. I, I can go into more detail, but you get the point. The problem is that every state now, every state in the country is doing this. And I just wanted to give you a couple of examples of that. So, for example, here's this is Pennsylvania there since 1960. Remember, we're, we're wondering what did elections look like before machines? That's sort of the question we're pondering here. Notice that the population since 1960 in Pennsylvania, um, you can see it kind of growing there. But look, that's the top line. That's the voting age population, the blue curve. Look at the black curve underneath it. That's who's registered to vote. Wait a minute. After 1992, look, their voter rolls suddenly started surging. Did their, but their population didn't surge. Why are their voter rolls surging? 
That's happened in every state. The reason it's surging is because they're giving themselves that credit line. They're registering people who are not real voters. They don't always vote at first. And then you notice, like here, here's the red curve. The red curve is who actually voted. Well, gee, as soon as they started inflating the voter rolls, oh, lo and behold. Here, I got a question. Yeah. So when, the, when they're inflating them there, uh, when, they, when they were adding to voter rolls before, was it, was it by hand? And then all of a sudden computers came in? It was it, it, when computers were starting to be added in the right, 90s. Right. They started, so see, right. Does everybody understand that part? Okay. Yeah. So the turnout. So I, I don't have time to show you every state in the country. So what I did is I added them all together. So you can see this is for the whole country. This is the 18 and older population, the blue curve. And you notice that as of, as of 1996, suddenly... The voter turnout, the black curve across the whole country has been going up, and the number of votes has been going up. Suddenly, we suddenly became more patriotic. I don't think so. And what happens is if you do simple math, simple math, you can say, look, the number of votes is growing faster than the population by about 10%. And that's basically where all the phantom ballots are coming from. If you're going to cheat with machines, you need places, to names to assign to. And that's about 10%, about 30 million of our population. And so the voter turnout has also become more erratic since the addition of machines. And you can see that really clearly. I'll just give you one example from California. By the way, you notice right off the bat, California's population of 18 and older people is starting to diminish, but their roles are growing. Hmm, their roles are growing, but their population is going down. Interesting, huh? But notice how it, the voting, you know, presidential midterm, presidential midterm, used to be pretty stable and it's become more erratic. As soon as they added the machines, look what's happened. And that's a trend I see in every state in the country. And what's also very spooky is if I show you state after state after state, they all have the same shape. So suddenly, all the states in the country are behaving exactly the same. How could all the states be behaving exactly the same? Especially since they're not online. How could that possibly happen? How could that possibly happen? So this is sort of external evidence that the machines must be operating. Right. <laughs> anyway, I'll just show you how it's more volatile. Now, this is, this is, uh, the, this is the uh, money shot, as we like to call it. Um, every... It used to be, and this is before machines, that you used to vote in your local precinct. You would go in, you would sign the book, yeah, we'd give you a ballot, you'd fill it out. It, you know, it was your local neighbors, everybody knew everybody, you could make sure everybody was the real voter. And then at the end, you would, you know, count up the ballots and turn in a number. That's the way we used to run our elections. Well, we don't do that now. In every state in the country now, it's taken two decades, but it's that way now. Our, our roles are centrally controlled. And I use this example from Wisconsin. I'll show you a second example from Wyoming. Notice that this graph shows you from 2009 to 2021. And I showed this graph in official testimony in Wisconsin. And I was showing Robin Voss. And I said, notice, he's the Speaker of the House there. I said, notice that right before 2012, the roles suddenly surge. And then they vote and you take people out. And then midterm, it surges a little bit. And then you take people out. And then right before 2016, the roles fill right back up again. It's like, wait a minute, you know, why, why are the roles all full? And then after the election, this is what's particularly stunning, they remove a fourth of the voters. They remove a fourth of the voters from the voter rolls. And I said, sir, and they're all back again by 2020. How could that possibly happen? You know what his answer was? We have a lot of turnover in those three largest counties. 25% in four years, I said. I said, besides, look at all of your counties. 
every wow. one of I want your everybody counties. to look at that. Does that look like they were online? <laughs> every one of your counties follows the exact same pattern. How could that happen? And, and one of the messages that you hear is, oh, no, we can't have widespread fraud in our state because every county runs their own elections. You think so? I don't think so. That looks, and that's month to month. So it's like that one movie, identical. <laughs> identical, yes. So now that's Wisconsin, and some people might say, well, not in my county, and that's one of the things I'm doing tonight. Right, right. Not in my county. Well, here's Wyoming, the most conservative in the country. Here's their three largest counties. And you notice the same thing. Wait a minute, they're all behaving exactly the same. And by the way, let's look at all of their counties. And you're going to see they all have exactly the same pattern. Okay, so this is evidence of machine manipulation of the roles, centrally controlled. And, and, and we don't even, I mean, this, is, this can't happen naturally. This, this ain't natural, buddy. Okay, and, and by the way, in Wyoming, their roles changed 25% in two years. In, in Wisconsin, it took four years to change 25%. So it's even, it's even worse. They didn't even know this was happening to them. That's one of the things that's so eye-opening to me about this is I'm just going around the country showing people their own evidence, their own data. I want to tell you back when, you know, it's been two, a little over two years now when I met you, and the demonstration back then was, was very, was very, just uh, in, in its infancy. And yes, yes. are you surprised that it's this widespread in every county and every state in the country? Yes. When you first had me on that movie, Scientific Proof, I had only done five states at that. So we're going to cut it in right there. Uh, unfortunately, I'm only on for an hour. I'd love to show you this whole event. Now, I just received a concern from um, someone on social media saying that when you go to the website, you have to sign up. That is normal, and uh, please do sign up. I've sent that concern in, but I believe what it is is that, um, if I remember right from last year's event, I believe that is because they're controlling the bandwidth, the, the bots and uh, the attacks on, as you can imagine, the attacks on the, uh, the live stream of this event. So I think that's what it is. Um, tell your friends, hey, if you can sign up for, you know, every every other thing under the sun and uh, you're just putting your email address in uh, please uh, trust it and do it you can always unsubscribe if you don't if you don't like it um, but uh, thank you for joining me today now tomorrow we'll talk more about the plan because it's revealed later today and um, we will uh, we'll dedicate the the hour or as much of the hour as we can to that so again thank you very much for being here and I will see you tomorrow <music>